Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio. Zach Milbank here at Flinders University Stadium on a really warm evening here before training. And uh, joining me is South Adelaide coach Jared Wright to preview the 2023 Host Plus Sandful League season. And Jared, uh, nice night for it. Yeah, God's country down here, Zach. <laughs> um, beautiful part of the world, and, and on a warm, balmy night. Um, Nothing better to, to get out on the track and, and do some training. It is indeed um, almost a little bit t- too warm for uh, March anyway, but I'm sure the weather will taper off. But how have you assessed pre-season today? Pre-season's been really good. Um, really positive energy. Uh, the new players uh, into the program, the junior players coming into the program out of the academy have all fitted in really well. We've had some some good stability and retention from last year, so we feel like we're a little bit more advanced in our in our game style and, and, and training than where we were last year with a, more of an extended pre-season than, than 2022, starting mm. a bit later. But, um, yeah, so far so good and uh, looking forward to, to getting into round one in a few weeks' time. Have you changed much up over summer, I guess partly due to the schedule being a little bit different firstly, but also secondly, um, arguably you guys as a club had the worst run with injury, um, particularly um, some contact, some soft tissue, but um, has there been that feel for or that need for change over summer? Uh, Probably early on last year we we addressed our soft tissue um, injury prevention stuff and and we, we got that right pretty pretty early in the season and unfortunately we we had another nine or ten impact injuries which mm. got our injury toll up to about 16 for for majority of the year so um you know this year we've, we've come back in in really good condition we have upped mm. our ante in in our conditioning phasing um so the players are uh, a lot fitter than they were last year we feel but that does take into account we've had an extra four or five weeks of, of pre-season this year compared yeah. to last year so um, yeah, as always though you, you get into games and, and those knocks and, and bruises start to come up pretty quick and, and we've had a few uh, missing over the past uh, couple of weeks trial due, due to some contact injuries um, but generally going into round one albeit you know get through the game this week unscathed we we should have a full full list to pick from, which is which is exciting. Very exciting for Panther fans, that's for sure. Um, do you feel that with a better run with injury this year, that in itself that gives you some improvement from within as well as your sort of internal growth? Uh, correct, I do. Um, we lost, I think, five games by under a goal last year, mm. couple by a point, couple by three points when we were winning with about five minutes to go. So, you know, you add in your, your six or seven best players that were out, for the majority of last year into those games it's probably a different story and you're finishing in the top three so but it's a tight competition um, it's a strong competition uh, you need to to be you know at your best every week um, with the players that you're, you're fielding so there's there's no excuses from that point of view we had opportunities last year we didn't make the most of them um, but certainly we'll learn from those moments and be better for those moments you know in 2023 but we feel like with a fit and firing squad like everyone is yeah. um, relying on, um, yeah, we, we feel like we've got a good chance to, to progress up the ladder this year. Speaking of fit and firing, how's Bryce Gibbs tracking? Bryce is tracking pretty well. He's ha- had a, a really good summer, actually. Uh, unfortunately, just it's had a little, uh, little minor um, soft tissue strain a couple of weeks ago, which... Uh, in all honesty, he probably could play this week mm. um, in the last trial, but we're, we're 
we're just refusing to yeah. and <laughs> give him a couple more weeks of running and, and conditioning and, and just make sure he's cherry ripe for, for round one. So, um, but previous to that, he's you know he's had a really good three month block and mm-hmm. was going really well in our internal trials and our match teams that we were playing. Um, yeah, just need to make sure we, we manage him throughout the whole season this year. Yeah. And the two mats, uh, the old timers, uh, Broadbent and Rose, how are they tracking? Uh, Touchwood tracking really well. Um, haven't haven't missed a beat this summer. So um, you know, Matt no, Rosie is is feeling as, as best as he's felt um, in in a few years, which is you know really positive to see that. I guess release of pressure of having the captaincy mm. you know uh, on his shoulders and, and then not being available to play and he's just he's just moving a lot freer at the okay. moment. So you know mentally, physically, he's in a, he's a really good space. And and Brogger played his first trial on the weekend. We didn't play him in the first trial just just for you know, resting the um, the vets. So yep. um, yeah, he, he'll play again this week, and um, yeah, he's had a really good summer too. Almost like you can see the weight lifted off Rosie's shoulders. They've been battered and bruised over the years, and um, yeah, I guess it, it, the benefits are twofold because you get a nice, fresh look at the leadership with Jake Summerton, who's obviously uh, really earned a high reputation down here for the way he goes about it. He certainly has. Um, you know, I, I coached Jake at, at the Eagles. You know, nine or ten years ago, and um, he's just a, a really, a really good servant for the sample. Um, and when we talk about you know, um, you know, ten years and and you know, playing games like you know, Jake's played a lot of reserves footy and and had to earn his mm. earn his stripes. And you know, he he had the respect of, of me, you know, from what he was playing at the Eagles, and, and Eagles were you know a dominant force for so many years. So um, he had the opportunity to come up over here, and and yeah, he's really led from from the front with the way he plays and you know his mateship you know through, throughout the group so um, it was it was fairly easy uh, for the players to, to vote him in um, after being vice captain for the last few years with with, with Brogger anyway so um, yeah really looking forward to, to Jake's year and, and you know really proud to see his his growth as a, as a person and as a player. Another one you've enticed across uh, much more recently, of course, from Woodville West Torrens is Kobe Much. Uh, outstanding addition to your midfield. Um, tell us about how that all came about because it happened really early in the um, signing period. Obviously, I don't even think the finals had started yet. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, well, his brother Reese um, come and played footy with us last mm. year, and um, we were just actually tongue in cheek in his exit meeting and. and just said, hey, what's your brother doing? And um, yeah, he just said, oh, like, you know, I'm, I'm sure he might be open for a call. He, he only lives two minutes down the road from oh. the Oval. So um, that's sort of what, what progressed the conversations mm-hmm. is location. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, him and his, his partner are looking to, to, to buy a house, you know, down south. And, and he's going to Flinders Uni now. He works okay. at, um, you know, Seaford and... So all, all the things just played out from a lifestyle point of view, and mm-hmm. um, I, I think you know, our our bigger oval, um, really good conditions for year round, can you know, really bring out the best in his running game as well. So I think there was a few things that just you know fell on our lap. To be mm-hmm. honest, it doesn't normally happen uh, down here at Norlunga with location, but it, it did with Kobe. And he, how's he tracking on the training track? Oh, he's he's again lifted the bar of um, you know our training standards. Uh, he's a he's a true professional. The way he goes about it, um, 
you know, almost to the point where he, you know, he almost overtrains a little bit with mm. the way he just competes and the way he runs. He doesn't like losing, so you know, he's really you know being the bunny at the front of the group from yeah. from all that conditioning and you know, it's, it's dragging young players like Liam Nye and mm. Dylan Brown and Darnell Tucker, all these players that have you know have got natural running attributes but have just raised the bar an extra ten or fifteen percent. So, yeah. um, you know, that's been really pleasing. Uh, Sam Skinner and also uh, Zach Sproul, a uh, couple of other additions that give you some really nice flexibility in the key positions. It does, and something that we've been lacking probably more in the front half um, for previous years for, for reasons we all are well aware of, uh, <laughs> losing players quite early in the season. Um, so, you know, Sam Skinner gives us flexibility to be able to play, you know, forward or back. You know, he he will play as a as a natural defender. Um, that's that's his where he plays his best football. So he'll complement, you know, Oscar Claverino and Jake Summerton for our, our tall timber behind the ball, but can can swing forward if we need. Um, but yeah, Sproulie's been a great addition. He, he's a he, he's a funny guy and really infectious personality, and 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 he's you know, training really hard and. Um, you know, gives us a little bit more of a dynamic option up front, you know, airily, but but also you know, ground ball play as well. He's he's quite nimble, um, you know, around the contest. Um, so we're really excited for what what Zach and Sam can bring to the footy club this year. Which uh, youngsters have really impressed you on the track so far, Jared? Liam Nye's the, the one that's that's really stepped up. He he played. Um, you know, local football last year mm. at Wollonga for, for the first half of the year um, after being in our program previously for that and, and joined back in, um, you know, I guess, post-COVID protocols and, and you know, played league football within about five weeks, which was a bit of a, a Hail Mary decision to, to play him as a, as a defensive forward on on Bailey and, and did an outstanding job and, mm. and hasn't looked back since then, really. Um, you know, he, he's, his running power is 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 quite uh, quite strong, um, you know, and he's just the ultimate professional. He's really neat with the ball, so um, you know you'll, you'll probably see him play a little bit higher up the field on the wing okay. uh, this year. You know, he's had a great summer. Um, you know, really, you know, I guess really excited for the, the natural development of, of Nick Kramer and Harry Spacey, mm-hmm. some big-bodied mids that we've got coming through that have played a bit of reserves footy over the last year or two, but um, got their opportunity at league level last year and and and. They'll, they'll have a bit more opportunity to play this year. You know, coming out of the under-18s, though, we've got Cam Kirkland. He's a, a speedy left footer, um, you know, high forward, um, you know, winger. He, he's he's been quite electric on on the training track okay. with his speed. Um, you know, young Kyan Smith's a 198, you know, running defender, but you know we're teaching him the, the aerial combat um, style of the game, and mm-hmm. um, you know we, we think he's got a really bright future at the football club, also. Look forward to seeing some of those come through, particularly young Nye. That sounds exciting. Um, a couple of trial games under the belt, and obviously you've got your last one coming up this weekend. What have you gleaned thus far from them? And um, I assume you would be taking as close to full strength as you can into the game against Central? Uh, yeah, the first two trials have been, um, oh, I guess, mirror image in regards to, I guess, result performance. Mm. Uh, first trial... We, we had a, a stronger a stronger lineup in with you know, still probably four or five players missing, um, and and we, we played a, a really strong uh, game of football. Um, and then last week we we had probably oh, I'd say 13 or 14 players out of our 25-man squad okay. due to 
management, weddings, um, and all the rest, and, and so did North. So mm. it was a bit more of a battle of, of opportunity and, and development. And um, you know, we were really competitive for the first three quarters, uh, but you know, had a few players come off at three-quarter time, and, and the game, you know, I think, well, blew out quite significantly in the last quarter, mm. which, was, which was disappointing, but it was some good exposure to... You know, to North Adelaide, who were in the league reserves in the under-18 grand final last yeah. year, and um, that's where we're aspiring to be as a footy club, and, and that shows the, I guess, the depth that they have, and, and and where we need to get to with our, with our, I guess, younger development players as well. So it was a really good exposure for those guys to see, you know, the speed of the game, you know, albeit they were playing against, um, you know, a depleted North Adelaide side too. Mm. So. Um, yeah, we reviewed that game you know, strongly for the first three quarters when it was a two-goal game at three-quarter time and, and really close. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't spend too much time on the last quarter, to be honest. So, um, yeah, this week we'll, we'll be as full strength as we can be. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably have a five or six still out, I think, yep. from our round one team. Um, again, just some, some, some availability yeah. um, options um, that we'll manage through. But... Um, you know, you, you'll see a bit more of a full-strength um, South Adelaide this week. It's an interesting one because you've got the doggies in round one as well. So in a way, you probably don't want to show too many of your cards. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky <laughs> one because we've been having this discussion all summer, to be honest, all over the last six or seven weeks once mm. the, the fixture come out post we booked in all the trials. So... Um, yeah. You know, do we play a best 22? Do we leave a bit out there? But um, we we come into the decision that no, we'll, we'll play a best 22, and unfortunately, we won't have that available. We would have loved yeah. to have had that available, but um, you know, I guess it does gives us a little bit, a little bit um, of a different look in in round one than it will in the trial. But mm. uh, essentially, you know, both teams will be playing you know their brand of football and. Um, you know, they've got a, a strong, um, strong recruiting drive that's happened over the summer. Mm. Um, you know, I've watched most of their game against Glenelg, which was just a, a really, a really strong Centrals performance. So, um, you know, we'll get to have a look at them this week, mm. and then we'll get to have a look at them again in two weeks' time. Yeah. And then after that uh, round one clash here at Flinders University Stadium, you're here again um, for a Good Friday blockbuster against Woodville West Torrens. So that should be a beauty. And to host it here, you'd love to have this sort of weather and a huge crowd. Uh, we would. Um, you know, good football, Good Friday football you know, here at Norlunga has always been a big, big hit um, within the community. And, um, you know, round one, we've got a, a really big past player event um, and a past player uh, day happening. Um, so we're, you know, enticed all past players and, and officials listening to, to this yeah. this podcast to, to book a ticket, um, come get your, your your baggy blue, mm. um, and then round two we'll, we'll have our ladies' day and, and some and some sponsor day as well. So now really looking forward uh, to the first two rounds. You know, uh, here at, at Flinders oh. University Stadium, and um, generally we always have a really tough battle against the Eagles too, who. Um, you know, we'll be, we're both looking to, to bounce back into the five after a, a 2022 that just missed out. And of course, uh, another blockbuster will be the holiday Monday game against Nord down here as well, which is sort of becoming a nice little tradition between you and the Red Legs on that. Uh, well, it's now the King's, King's birthday. birthday. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and <laughs> and look, we had what two games against Nord last year. We we won by three points, <laughs> lost by three points in both of them, and. Um, you know, and they they went on and, and, and played a terrific you know season and final series. So, um, yeah, that's always a, a quality game of football. Um, you know, here it's always tight and uh, really contested. Um, so, you know, we're really excited to continue that 
the, the trend of blockbuster games here and, and like we'll just you know try and promote the, to the community where we can to make sure we can you know get our you know 2,000 plus uh, here for all those home games. And a nice little innovation for South Adelaide uh, in the fixture this year is a home game at Adelaide Oval as a um, curtain raiser and against Adelaide Sandful side. I guess it gives those younger guys a great experience to play on the main deck and hopefully you'll be there again in September. Yeah, the opportunity yeah, has sort of been discussed over the last couple of years with potentially some more curtain raises at Adelaide Oval and I know there was a game there last year or one or two. I think Sturt yeah. played um, the Crows there maybe or Port. Mm, um, did. So uh, when, you know, when the opportunity come, um, you know, we, we don't tend to get big big crowds here against uh, against the Crows when we do play them. So when the opportunity you know, did come up to play Adelaide Oval, you know, we, we jumped at it straight away and um, you know, we're obviously we're trying to entice all, play, all, all, all supporters to sign up as a member because you will get access to tickets mm. to those Adelaide Oval games if you are a South Adelaide member. Um, you know, if you don't, you, you, you probably struggle to get access to tickets. So, you know, another really good reason to join on as a member uh, of the football club. But, you know, just to play on Adelaide Oval, um, you know, hopefully, you know, in, in three or four months' time post that, we're, we're playing, you know, a, a few games there mm. again and, um, you know, just get used to the surroundings and, and to get back to where our heritage started. You know, we're an Adelaide yeah, Oval-based team and, you know, we are, we are promoting it as our home game because mm. uh, essentially that's, you know, where the South Adelaide Footy Club was, yeah. was born. Oh, look forward to it uh, and yeah it's a nice little touch with the history element there and you have a very good message there Jared for the South fans jump on board as a member in 2023 thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio do appreciate that and wishing you all the best for the 2023 Host Plus Sample League season thanks for having me Zach